pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, so back here at the Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, high above courtside with our postgame recap. Weber State falls to BYU by a score of 74 to 68. Weber State falls to 4 and 5 on the year. BYU improves to 8 and 2. The Cougars' best 10 game start since opening 8 and 2 in the 2011 2012 season, the first season of the post Jimmer Fredette era for BYU. And the Cougars, as they've had to do a few times tonight here, Mark, had to grind it out. But in contrast to those previous grinders when really the shots were dropping for BYU, BYU shot a really good number tonight. It was just that Weber State hung around, hung around, shot a good number themselves, and just made BYU really work to get the result tonight. Well, I thought from my perspective, Weber State played a lot harder than BYU. And sometimes that will happen. You know, they lost their players, a couple players, Chapman. And uh, so that kind of, you know, like... uh, a guy like um, Kozak, I mean, he's, that, that thrust him into the spotlight, and he was ready to go, and he took it to Yoli, and I think outplayed Yoli, and that, that's not something you'd expect, but Weaver State came out with a lot of fire and outplayed, out-hustled BYU a lot of ways, not a good rebounding team, uh, and took it to BYU on the boards, uh, so that, that kept him in the game, but, but for BYU shooting, which is odd because a lot of games, that's been the problem, but that's what saved them tonight, the three-point shooting was terrific and uh, they were lucky that they were shooting well because Weber State came to play and they outplayed BYU in a lot of ways. The only Childs overcomes uh, uh, the struggles at times to, to record a double-double tonight. Ten points and ten rebounds for Childs and late in the game a couple of his rebounds were particularly meaningful and it was late in the game when Yoli Childs made one of the biggest plays of the night a blocked shot that uh, Kept the lead, I think, at two for BYU. I think Weaver had a chance to tie or take a lead on that play. But Yoli Childs came up big defensively late for the Cougars this evening. Now, because uh, what uh, Weaver State was trying to do was trying to get to the Harding, and he was able to get in the paint like he had all night. But it was Yoli that came to help. And he didn't try and block it. He was just there and uh, made it tough for Harding to get a good look. He got one block. He lost one out of bounds. That was Yoli Childs, and Elijah was there as well. They kind of trapped him when he got down low, had nowhere to go with it. Not, those were the two big defensive plays at the end of the game. Yoli's 10th double-double of his BYU career. He had five his entire sophomore year, already five in the first ten games of his – right, he had five in his freshman year, and now only five, and now already five in his first ten games of his sophomore year. So a 10th double-double for Yo on 10 and 10 yeah. points and rebounds, a couple of block shots as well. It'd be nice, Greg, as a former player – to have one of your worst games and get a double-double. That's I mean, how that, good he is. That's pretty that good. <laughs> so Yo had the 10 and 10. TJ Haas with a, a team-high 24 on 7 of 12 and 4 of 6. So look at his week he had uh, this week. TJ uh, ends up 8 of 16 in the first game, 7 of 12 in the second game. So a 15 for 28 week shooting. Better than 50%. He'd gone really, he had a really rough stretch the, first, uh, the last two weeks before that. And from 3 this week, he went uh, on Wednesday against Illinois State, 
He was 4 of 9. Today he's 4 of 6, so 8 of 15. So better than 50 from the field and from the arc for T.J. Haas. 24 tonight. 13 for Bryant. Career high 11 for Joshier Hardnett. 11 points, 2 steals in Joshier's 25. Joshier with a career high. Previous high was 10. He gets to 11 tonight. Off the bench, it was Zach Selyus with 10. So 5 Cougars in double figures. And McKay Cannon at 6 against his old team. 2 of 5, all from 3. Gets you to 74 for BYU. For Weber State, Jarek Harding, 29 points. And he's been better than that, too, by two points. 31's his previous career high. He scored 29 this evening. Just a tremendous play. Really fun player to watch. Not a lot of fun to defend. But he uh, kept Weber State almost single-handedly in the game at times tonight. Well, he's uh, a little bit like a smaller um, James Harden for the Rockets. He's got the left hand, and he's so quick off the dribble, and then uses his body, and he can hang and draw the foul and finish at the rim. Shoot the, I mean, he's a handful, and BYU really didn't have an answer for him all night till the last couple of possessions, but he was uh, a lot of fun to watch, terrific player. Dusty Baker, 13. Ryan Richardson, 10. Uh, 5 for Trevon Ari Turner, 7 for Kozak, 3 for Dallas, one4 Doc Nelson gets you to 68 for Weber State. BYU wins its fifth in a row this season. The Cougars at no point last year won five games in a row. you got to go to late in the 2015-16 season for BYU's last five-game win streak. It's their 15th consecutive win over Weber State. And Dave Rose goes to a 13-1 in this building, and he's never lost to Weber State. He's 13-0 personally all-time against the Wildcats as the run of success continues over the team from Ogden. Yeah, pretty remarkable given the, the coaching you see from Coach Ray, terrific coach, and some of the players they've had uh, had in here. That's a, really an accomplishment. BYU five in a row, and boy, you'd like to see six in a row as we'll be talking about Utah coming yep. up here. They looked pretty good against Utah State, and uh, BYU cannot play anywhere near the, the way they did tonight. They can shoot the same, but they got to play much better defense to have a chance against Utah. All-time against Weber State, BYU improves to 33-10. and 10-10 and 10 in Ogden. And 23-0 everywhere else, including 21 wins at the Marriott Center and now two on neutral floors here in Salt Lake City. So, uh, wow, that's, uh, again, the incredible numbers continue against a really good basketball program there up at Weber State. So final score is 74-68. to Let's take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. And, uh, Mark, is there anything that we didn't talk about or maybe didn't talk about enough that you really see in tonight's box score that you'd like to look at as a bit of a data discovery this evening? Yeah, I mean, we covered it pretty well, but obviously the big number was the 10 of 19 from three. And without that, BYU is going to lose this game because, like I said, they got played in a lot of diff- outplayed in a lot of different ways. But that shooting, which has been mercurial to say the least for BYU, was on fire tonight. And it uh, started with TJ, but Elijah and Zach had a couple. And that, that was what saved BYU uh, in this game, is shooting well from the three-point line, 10 for 19. Weber State's large lead came at 6, 6 nothing. Uh, early in this game, the first six points scored by Weber State. Their game-high lead was six. BYU's large lead was nine, so neither team led by double digits at any point tonight. BYU led for 33 of the 40 minutes, but it was, again, a grind to get this one done tonight. A very uh, impressive effort from Coach Randy Ray's team playing without two starters and two key starters, double-figure scoring starters. Braxton, 11 points a game. Chapman, 14 points a game out of the starting lineup. And yet uh, they gave BYU all it wanted and more this evening. Some of the miscellaneous categories, points off of turnovers, Weber State uh, plus one. Second chance, Weber State plus three. Paint points, Weber State plus ten. Fast break even. And uh, BYU's bench points.
points were plus 10 for the Cougars over the Wildcats this evening. All right, 74 to 68 is our final score. Much more to come from Salt Lake City. Player and coach interviews still ahead. Coming up next, though, Jason Shepard back in our scoreboard studio with Cougar Post Game Live. He's ahead with that. We're back to Salt Lake City soon. Greg and Mark here as BYU wins it 74-68 over Weber State on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars get the win tonight in Salt Lake City, defeating Weber State 74-68. to Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. We'll get you back to Vivint Smart Home Arena coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on the first game of the Beehive Classic. That was between the University of Utah and Utah State. That went the way of the Utes, 77-67. Utah defeating the Aggies. Utah now moves to 7-2 and on the season. They will be at the Marriott Center exactly one week from tonight. The much-anticipated game between BYU and Utah in Provo coming up next Saturday. Earlier today, it was BYU versus Utah in women's basketball at the Marriott Center. That was a fun, fun game, and it went the way of the Cougars. BYU gets the win, 77-68. to Utah controlling things early in the game, led by two at halftime, but the third quarter completely dominated by BYU. They hold on for the win, 77-68, a career day for Cassie DeVagere, 36 points in the victory, including 18 of 22 from the charity stripe. Also, Sarah Hampson, the freshman. Yesterday, she was with BYU Women's Volleyball taking on Kentucky in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament. Today, three points, nine rebounds, and nine block shots. BYU will be at Cal next Saturday. Top 25 action. Everything is a final and none bigger than Boston College upsetting number one Duke today by five, 89 to 84. Former Cougar Jordan Chapman with 22 points in the victory as number one Duke falls on this Saturday. Number three, Michigan State gets the win at home hosting Southern Utah. T-Birds fall 88 to 63. It was Florida, six better than Cincinnati at 66 to 60. Oklahoma State hosting number six Wichita State. Shockers get the win 78 to 66. It was Texas A&M over Prairie View A&M by 20, 73 to 53. Kentucky defeating Monmouth 93 to 76. Number nine Notre Dame getting the win on the road at Delaware 92 to 68. Xavier on top of Colorado 96 to 69. Another upset Arkansas the Razorbacks upsetting number 14. Minnesota 95 to 79. Number 18, West Virginia, winning by nine at Pitt, 69 to 60. It was Seton Hall winning big at home over VCU 90 to 67. Baylor defeats Randall University 105 to 82. And number 24, 
Tennessee gets the win at home by 10 over Lipscomb, 81-71. to Coming up on the other side, the night in the NBA. That's all coming up next as we continue on with Cougar Post Game Live. BYU gets the win, 74-68. We'll have more coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. BYU wins by six over Weber State, 74-68. to Back to Vivint Smart Home Arena in just a second. Two scores in the NBA I want to update you on. One game in action, 44 seconds to go in Portland. It's the Rockets leading the Portland Trailblazers by four, 119-115. to And the Utah Jazz on the road at Milwaukee tonight. Jazz dropped their third straight game in a row. Milwaukee with the win, 117 to 100. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to Salt Lake City for the Cougar Locker Room Show. The guys are going to talk with TJ Hawes. Your final from Vivint Smart Home Arena, 74-68. BYU gets the win, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling Courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Behind five guys in double figures, led by T.J. Haas, 24 points. BYU is a winner over Weber State, a 15th consecutive win over the Wildcats. Final score is 74-68 here at Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City. And joining us high above courtside, the aforementioned T.J. Haas. Nice week for T.J., great week for BYU. A win on Wednesday, a win on Saturday. T.J. scored 20, midweek 24. Tonight, T.J., congratulations on a really good week for you and the guys. Thank you. Yeah, I thought we I thought we got better this week. Uh, could have been a little better tonight for sure but uh win's a win and and we'll keep moving forward speaking personally for a second and it's more about the team than it is you but um did something click for you this week or was it just a matter of time once you play enough games things will begin to look more normal yeah you know i'm just i'm I'm trying to continue to stay aggressive uh you know find good looks uh try and get to the basket try and get to the foul line uh getting a little rhythm um and and be patient a little bit as well and, and try and let it come to me well, it did. TJ, you were just terrific this week. What was it like? Uh, I know you always had success in this building, and I know you like playing here. What's it like playing in this venue? And uh, I know you like it, but what is it about this court that you like? I don't know. I was telling the guys before, I like the short nets. I'm a big fan of short nets. I don't know if that does anything mentally, but uh, maybe it does. But I, I really like playing here. Uh, it's a blast to play in NBA in NBA arenas. Uh, especially, you know, Utah's. You like short nets. Zach Salius likes short shorts. <laughs> Something about short. It's, it's good stuff. Now, Weber State comes in down two starters. Uh, no Bricot Chapman, no Zach Braxton. When does this get to you, and was it something you thought about coming into the game at all, or you just play who's out there? Uh, you know, I, I think we... You know, we, we talked about it and stuff that, you know, they were short a few guys, but ultimately it's about us. We need to come out, you know, no matter who we're playing and, and, and bring our game. 
um, and play as hard as we can. And I think that's what, what great teams do is no matter who they're playing, it, they bring the same effort. You shot a good enough number to win tonight as a team. If you shoot 53 field and 53 from three, you're going to expect to win most of those games. But ultimately, it came down to a few big defensive stops at the end that win this thing. Is that, is that how you see it too? Or? Yeah, exactly. You know, we had a we had a timeout with a few minutes left, and and we, we talked about just getting a couple stops. Uh, we needed to get stops and then finish the game out on the offensive end. And uh, Yoli and Eli had a had a huge block at the end. And uh, you know, those those plays they win basketball games. What about Eli? I mean, he's having a really nice year. Uh, what does he bring to the table for this this team? I mean, beyond his scoring, uh, what what is what kind of intangibles does Eli bring? Uh, you know, he he he's improved so much, and you know, to watch him over the summer work extremely hard to get his body healthy and things like that. Uh, he just he brings he brings an effort that that's incredible. You know he's always getting that extra rebound or you know making those hustle plays and uh, it's a huge deal for us. Double double for Yo tonight. Yoli Child's ten points, ten rebounds. He'll have better nights, but even a night like tonight could be a really effective night for him at ten and ten. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, keep telling him to to shoot his shot and do his thing. Uh, if we can get him down on the low post, he's extremely effective. Uh, and, and he'll make those shots, but you know he does stuff that if he's not scoring, he, he does other things that helps him stay on the floor. T.J. Haas visiting with us. We'll take a break. More from T.J. coming up after this short time away. BYU wins it by 6, 74-68 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, home of the Utah Jazz. Jazz losing Milwaukee tonight, 117-100. to TJ, you told us during the break that uh, Wisconsin native Luke Worthington may have something to say about tonight's Jazz score. I know. I don't like that. I'm a, I'm a big Jazz fan, so I'm not looking forward to hearing that on the bus from him. <laughs> TJ Haas visiting with us. So the stretch that you're in, I guess we could kind of say it began in Brooklyn. Uh, Bama beats you. you got to bounce back with a grinder over UMass. Then it's this five-game stretch. True away games at Utah Valley, at Utah State, tough Illinois State team at your place, two more in-state games, you've beaten Weber, just one game left maybe in this long run, if you will. Overall, the team's responded really well, don't you think? Yeah, I think, you know, every game we're getting better. And, you know, at UMass we had to grind out a win, and, you know, going on the road is, is always tough. But, you know, I think we're building our confidence every single game. And we know we, we can play with anyone, and we're looking forward to continuing our run. You'll continue that against Utah at home. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I know you haven't thought about a lot uh, that a lot going into this game, but now that's it's over, so you've got the whole week to think about Utah. What are your initial impressions? I'm really excited. Uh, you know, I was telling um, to you guys down there that you know I've watched this ever since since I grew up, and you know I watched my brother play in it, and you know it's a it's a crazy environment crazy fans but you know it's a blast and the rivalry is a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to it between now and then some final exams right yeah man i didn't mean to bring you down oh man i feel bad (laughs) i know i got some studying to do it's gonna be a long week for sure well uh (laughs) we hope you endure those well and then uh, do well in your team's test against utah next saturday uh, great job tonight, you and the team. Congratulations, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that's TJ Haas. Dave Rose is coming up next. We continue here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And once Dave Rose makes his way up to concourse level, we'll have him on the headset. It's a long it's a long jog, and he's uh, still on floor level making his way to us as we speak. But Dave Rose will be joining us in just a matter of seconds. Greg Rubel and uh, Mark Durant with you high above courtside here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, downtown Salt Lake City. BYU is a winner over Weber State by a final score of 74-68. to BYU led this game uh, by four at the break, ends up winning it by six. Uh, Weber State put the heat on BYU, taking a lead in the second half, and BYU did have to come back from being down briefly in half number two. Did so to pull out uh, pull out this victory, and it was uh, a hard-earned win. The numbers show BYU with five players in double figures: T.J. Haas, 24 points, 13 for Elijah Bryant, 11 for Jashir Hardnett. Those 11 were a career high, by the way, for Jashir. Look at the effectiveness of his evening. Uh, 11 points on four of five from the field, made his only three, made both of his free throws. Big steal late and uh, played 25 minutes. And as we talked in pregame, Josh Shears has kind of been that solid, steady hand for BYU at point guard this year. He has been so good and so solid. And what, a, especially with uh, Nick not playing, what a blessing it has been to have Jashir. And then throw in McKay, who maybe struggled a little bit. The second half was great in the first half. He played nice. So that position, which looked really shaky, is uh, one of the stronger ones on the team right now. Just here, actually, had a kind of almost short of a steal. He had a couple of steals in his 25 minutes tonight. And uh, Yoli Childs with 10 points. Zach Selyus, 10 points. So those are the last two guys in double figures. And as noted earlier, J- Yoli Childs had his fifth double-double of the season and 10th double-double for his BYU career. So 10-10 and 10 for Yo and a couple of block shots, including kind of a game-sealing block shot uh, late in the game tonight as he and Elijah Bryant combined to uh, make a key stop late in this one, helping BYU to the six-point win. Dave Rose played only seven players tonight. It was the narrowest rotation he had all year. Of course, you're down Dalton Nixon, so in a way, he kind of played his regular rotation minus Dalton, if you will, but no Peyton Dashrup, no KB. So seven guys play is all. Uh, Zach Selyus off the bench played 29, and uh, McKay Cannon off the bench played 28. So it was a seven-man team for BYU tonight in pulling out this six-point win by a score of 74-68. to 68. And McKay certainly had some emotions going for him tonight to play against his old team and, and came out and shot the ball well, as you mentioned, uh, to begin the game. Yeah, hit some big threes there in the first half. And, uh, you know, BYU's on the ropes early with a couple threes from Weber State. And uh, and Weber State was off and, and running. This was a scary game. And Dave Rose is catching his breath a little bit here. And I'm we're sure getting, he was very... We're giving this time to chill. <laughs> he was very nervous about this. I know I was from this lofty perch. And that was, uh, you know, in, in Weber State, if because they hung around. Anything can happen the last minute or two. Now, BYU made some great stops, but... This game uh, was up for grabs there for a minute, and the BYU made the plays at the end, but this was a very nerve-wracking game. A lot going on in the handshake line post-game. A lot of fond feelings for the, between the coaches and, of course, McKay for his former teammates and, uh, player, and players and coaches uh, pointing out Jarek Harding for his great night, and uh, it is a good night for BYU. Cougars win it by six. Dave Rose is with us. He has climbed all the way up to concourse level <laughs> from floor level. Dave, congratulations on a really, really well-earned win tonight. Yeah, it was a good, good hard, hard-fought win for the guys, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of different ways uh, to win games, and you know this this is one of those games where you, you're nervous 
you know, anytime you're playing an in-state game, and they know you so well, you're scouted so well, you know, Randy's got, you know, an unbelievable record as a, you know, as a head coach and his ability to win games. And so, and then you show up to the arena and a couple of their guys are down and then you really know it's going to be emotional because those guys really play. You know, in the long term, you miss guys, it's a real issue. But you see it every night where short-handed teams beat teams just on emotion and just on the opportunity that other guys get that they don't have. And I think you saw a lot of that tonight. Harding was, uh, was you know, terrific. And you see that a lot on film, but, but it just in spurts. And tonight they needed him you know, play after play after play, and so they went to him, and, and he was good. He finished a lot of really tough shots. Some of those things, we made some mistakes, but some of those plays were, you know, we did exactly what we wanted to do and, and made him shoot the shot we wanted him to shoot, and he just made them. So, um, you know, hats off to, to Weaver. They played they played great, but I, I'm, I'm really happy for our guys because you've got our backs to the wall. You know, we weren't uh, – we missed Dalt, missed Dalt a lot. I told you that in the pregame that – those 25 minutes that, that he plays for us, he fixes a lot of things, and, and a lot of that is ball screen, ball screen defense, and and that was one of the things that hurt us tonight. So, I'm, you know, I'm happy for the win. It's a, it's a streak that we're in that is, you know, pretty taxing for our guys, you know, the, this in-state kind of run that we have. I, you know, if, if It's hard to kind of make your schedule, and I don't think this is the most healthy way to do it where you play – you know, three in-state games in, in a two-week period, and then, but we got a week for the next one, and then we'll get through it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the win. Coach mentions uh, Harding's number uh, performance tonight, and, and Jarek uh, took 20 of the team's 54 shots, made 12 of them for 29 points. Career high is 31, so he's just two off of that. And uh, in 38 minutes of play, when Coach Ray really needed Jarek to have that kind of night for his team, and he responded really well, and BYU uh, counterpunched quite well as well with uh, five guys in double figures and T.J. Haas with 24 uh, to lead the Cougars. And, and what a week it's been for T.J., Coach Rose. Uh, 20 on Wednesday, 24 more tonight. Yeah, and I think that, you know, he, he's, he, you know, especially his numbers tonight are, are tremendous. You know, 12 shots, six threes, six free throws. I, I think he's been... He's been averaging those kind of numbers. The fact that uh, he was 7 for 12 and 4 for 6 and 6 for 6 are kind of what you expect for him. And I don't know how fair that is, you know, that you take a young player like him and you you expect these kind of numbers from him. But that's the situation that we're in. I mean, we need our, our underclassmen to really perform for us. And I think we went for years here where our, our underclassmen would come in and learn and for a year or two, and then they would lead the next two years, you know, their junior and senior year. But that's kind of been sped up for various reasons and uh and he was really good tonight yeah fair or not you do expect and want a lot from tj and part of that is because he's done it and last year was so effective and and i think it's fair to say he was struggling frustrated at, at points this year and this week was tremendous what what do you do how do you approach a player like that you know what he's got maybe struggling a little bit uh, is it all positive, or were you breaking down film? I mean, what what do you do to get a guy out of a little bit of a funk? I think I think the, the every guy's different, but but with TJ's you know personality, the the most important thing is to have him be patient, and uh, because sometimes he can get to where he's you know playing maybe a little bit too fast or a little bit too quick, uh, and then you know some of the things is just hey you just have to keep doing what you're doing, and and the numbers will. You know, kind of bear out, and that that's hard sometimes to trust. But I think that 
that he's had so much success, you know, in his life that the, he, he believes it and he believes that he just stays with it, that things will happen for him and, and he doesn't really need to change a lot of things. Some some players get into a kind of a slump and believe he, then he maybe need to change this or change that and that's not very healthy either. So um, I, I'm happy for Teej to come out. I think I'm happy for our team. I, I, I We really need to find... You know, uh, and it was it was a pretty quick turnaround here, um, you know, with the midweek and then, you know, Dalt's situation on Thursday, and then we didn't find out till Friday that, that he wouldn't be available today. So, and and that's where he's the best. And, 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 you know, he's the best in our ball screen defense, and that's where we got hurt the most tonight, and I don't think it's coincidence. Dave, uh, Yoli Childs has double figures now in eight straight games. Uh, five double-doubles now in ten games, and tonight was one of them. Uh, ten points, ten rebounds, and maybe the biggest play of the night comes on a block shot late in the game. Yeah, and a big rebound, a big defensive rebound yeah. where he just went up and, and just kind of t- took it from everybody. So he made some some really big winning plays for us. I think they were really physical with Yo and got him in situations that he was a little bit uncomfortable with, um, you know, for the majority of the game or for a, lo- a lot of the game. But you know, the, the bottom line is is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways, um, you know, to win a game. And hopefully that you can find ways to win them, you know, in different, you know, unique situations. And tonight, tonight's way, this was a really good college game. And, and it was well played and went back and forth. And I think the expectation of everybody is what made it maybe seem a little bit so weird, you know, that they had a couple of their guys missing and so we should maybe dominate the game. And, you take that away, take that off of it, and it's just a really good college game that went down to the wire. And, um, you know, uh, we're really fortunate to win it. BYU won at 74-68. Closing comments from the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, to back high above courtside, concourse level here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, your commentary tandem with the head coach, the Cougars, Dave Rose. Dave Rose winning career game number 313. He has exactly 200 more wins than losses. 313 and 113 is Coach Rose's record. Keep that gap at 200. I think you'd be in pretty you'd be in good shape. Yeah, sometimes it, it sure doesn't seem that way. But uh, I, I'm really – these kind of games are the games that I think you really – um, you, you look at your guys and, and you just realize, okay, th- this can be something special because th- this was there's a lot against us. You know, um, it wasn't our best game, and it seems like a lot of the calls were going against us. And you just got to kind of overcome it all and figure out a way to get more points than the other team. And got a huge stop at a big time, made some big free throws late in the game, and executed offensively late in the game when the, the pressure was on. Hit a big three, so. Uh, it's good. It's good to be able to win games like this and get another week to, to prepare for a big game on Saturday. Second game of the first ever Beehive Classic. Now that you've been in it and through it for a season, how do you think it all went tonight? Well, it's like the in-state games that uh, I always say. You know, they're they're no fun to prepare for. They're no fun to worry about. They're no fun to actually play. But if you've won them and it's over, it's great. And so this is great. I think that we talked about this for a long time. Uh, and it, it kind of came to fruition over a, and in, in a very interesting way that I don't think any of us ever expected that it would happen. But uh, we got all four teams on board finally after a maybe 10 or 12 year discussion of, about something like this. And and uh, I think we'll all learn a lot from this first one. And 
and uh, hopefully next year it'll be even bigger and better. And you got one more in-state game uh, next week, uh, and as you prepare for that, wh- where do you think you are with this team? I mean, you've played well, you've got some road wins, and uh, just with this group at this point of the season, how do you feel about this group uh, as a coach? I, I think that we, you know we've got uh, you know just a, a, a lot of improvement to make. I, I hope that the guys have confidence in themselves, and I hope they have confidence in each other in this team. Uh, it's a long season, and you know, with ten games down, you're about a third of the way through your regular schedule. And and uh, but I but I, I can see some real challenges that we've got to overcome, and and uh, so that that's those are all things that you know we need to work on. This is you know this this will be a real emotional game. It's uh, it's kind of taken an interesting turn over the last year or so, and never would have expected that this would happen again after my last conversation with. Uh, you know the coaches up there, uh, but it kind of took a turn, and now we're playing again. So uh, we'll do our very best to prepare and see what we get. Dave, your team is eight and two through ten games. Last time you were eight and two was the first year after Jimmer, 2011-2012. You opened that season uh, eight and two, and that's exactly where you are at uh, at this point. Well, this is a and this was a tough schedule. I mean, we we, we had a lot of things here that we didn't really. You know, wanted want to schedule this. We didn't want Princeton go to out the East Coast and then come back and then go back out to the East Coast again. And you know, you don't really want to play back to back in state games in the same week on the road. That's not the most uh, you know uh, desirable desirable situation to put yourself in. So our guys have come through a lot of stuff. And um, like I said, all the games. I think the. Uh, um, you know, the Alabama game is a game that I'd like to probably go back and play. The Arlington game, they, 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 they're good, and they kind of exposed us. It's kind of interesting. They lost two games this week, too. So it's not, it's not easy, not easy to win games. And, and I think this team is, uh, is, is doing, you know, pretty well. But uh, we got a lot of improvement to do, and hopefully we can make some strides forward this week. It's kind of a busy week. It's not finals week. This week, but the finals start, you know, on Saturday. But uh, you know, we do have the Christmas party, the Max Gifts party on Wednesday night. So uh, that'll be something that we're involved with. But uh, we'll get after it and and uh, and have a good week and, uh, and see what we can do. Look forward to next Saturday. Look forward to Tuesday. We'll have you back in Studio C at BYU TV for our weekly coaches show. So we'll have folks joining us that night for that. Coach, congratulations on tonight's win. Great win here over over the Weber, Weber State Wildcats. Another in-state victory and eighth on the year in ten games. Congrats again. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right. That's Dave Rose. We'll come back and say so long from Salt Lake City. After this, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so wrapping it up here from Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City after BYU's 74-68 victory over Weber State, a 15th straight win over the Wildcats. Remarkable run they've got going, and they're playing really well here at Vivint Smart Home Arena as well. Dave Rose now improves to a 12-1 in this building. And uh, is that right, 12-1 in this building? Dave Rose now 13-1 in this building with 12 consecutive wins. That's what it is. Dave Rose now 13-1 here, and he's won 12 in a row here in this building. So uh, a lot of streaks extended. That's good. And BYU's win streak is now five for the first time since late in the 2015-16 season. BYU's last six-game win streak or six games or longer came the season prior, 2014-15. BYU will try and equal 
uh, that six-game uh, string on Saturday, home to Utah at the Marriott Center. I think it's a late-night tip, uh, 9 o'clock. Yeah, 9 o'clock tip time next Saturday in Provo. So an 8 o'clock pregame mountain time, 9 o'clock tip for BYU and Utah. The Utes defeated Utah State tonight by a final score of 77-67 in the game preceding hours. This was the nightcap in the two-game Science Bank Beehive Classic played for the first time this year tonight, and we'll do it again next year here in Salt Lake City. I think it's BYU and Utah next year here in Salt Lake for year two of this event, which will have a three-year rotation following year. It'll be BYU and Utah State here on the home floor of the Utah Jazz. All right, thanks to all of our Cougar Nation listeners for tuning in tonight, wherever you were or are. Great to have you along, whether you listened over the air, on the satellite, uh, via affiliates, uh, on the app, on your laptop, however you tuned in. We're glad you did. For uh, all the folks that made the broadcast possible, they include Carter Malloy, our control board operator, Mike Tingle, our network manager, Dave Shook, our coordinating producer, Jason Shepard, our studio host, Russ Larson, our statistician, Kyle Chilton, BYU's basketball media relations director, uh, Paul Grua from Weber State, uh, does the same thing as Kyle. We appreciate uh, both of their assistance in getting us uh, prepared for tonight's game and interviews both pre- and post-game. And, of course, my color commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. So for everyone, my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for joining us this evening. BYU 74, Weber State 68 is our final score. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Salt Lake City.